Well, it's the middle of the work week. It's Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. We're almost at the weekend again. This is the Nation Station RTC 89.1 FM. Let's take a look at the news for today. A 40-year-old man and a 35-year-old woman were shot and wounded on Sunday in Five Keys, Providenciales. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force reported that the couple was sitting outside of a business establishment when they were approached by two men. A struggle ensued between the male victim and his attackers. Police said that the man and woman were injured as they attempted to escape. Both victims were rushed to a medical facility where they received treatment. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force is asking anyone with information on the matter to contact 911, the closest police station, the Serious Crimes Unit at 232-8752, or call TCI Crime Stoppers at 1-800-8477. And the Turks and Caicos Islands government proudly announces the appointment of Luke Clairvaux as the new Director of Environment and Coastal Resources, also known as DECR. Clairvaux's remarkable career in environmental stewardship and coastal resource management has earned him this prestigious position. Clairvaux's journey in environmental stewardship and coastal resource management began with humble roots as a student at the Calvary Christian School, Iris Stubbs Primary, and later as a graduate of the Marjorie Basin High School in South Caicos. He went on to earn his associate's degree in business studies from the Turks and Caicos Islands Community College. Driven by a passion for environmental conservation, Clairvaux attained a Bachelor of Science degree in ecology and conservation from the University of Reading in 2012. His educational journey continued with a Master of Science degree in coastal and marine resource management from the University of Portsmouth in 2016. Committed to continuous learning, he has also participated in several professional development courses and gained additional certifications in various aspects of environmental management. With an impressive dedication to public service since 2005, Luc Clairvaux first joined the Department of Environment and Coastal Resources as an environmental officer. Over the years, he has passionately devoted himself to various projects in biodiversity preservation, fisheries, and protected areas across the Turks and Caicos Islands, serving in various capacities. In 2017, he was appointed as an assistant director of the DECR, and in 2020, he assumed the role of deputy director. Deputy Governor and Head of the Public Service, Her Excellency Anya Williams, congratulated Mr. Clairvaux on his appointment as the new Director of Environment and Coastal Resources. Congratulations are extended to Mr. Luke Clairvaux on his appointment as the new Director of the DECR. Mr. Clairvaux has dedicated over 18 years of service to the DECR, having worked his way up from the post of Environmental Officer to Assistant Director, Deputy Director, and now to the post of Director. He is highly trained and possesses both the educational, professional background, passion, and skill to take on this new role where we know he will do exceptionally well, end quote. Congratulations on your well-deserved promotion, Mr. Clairvaux. We wish you all the best. 
Now, the Turks and Caicos Islands Statistics Authority joined its regional counterparts in celebrating the 15th anniversary of Caribbean Statistics Day on October 15th, 2023. The observance of this day underscores the crucial role that statistics play in advancing the collective vision of enhancing the lives of the people within the Caribbean community. This year's Caribbean Statistics Day theme was One Voice, One Caricom. Everyone counts. This emphasizes unity, collective participation, and its members' shared vision for regional integration and sustainable development. The Honorable E.J. Saunders, Deputy Premier and Minister of Finance, in remarks emphasized the significant role played by the authority in the TCI, which is often overlooked by many. He highlighted that numerous government decisions are rooted in the information provided by this authority, which has a significant impact in shaping official decision-making. He commended the authority as unsung heroes and fully supported the team. The Statistics Department is urging the general public to actively participate by sharing information when requested, as it would significantly contribute to informing national planning and establishing a solid foundation for the future of these islands. For more information on the Statistics Authority, you can visit the website https colon forward slash forward slash gov dot tc forward slash stats. And Beaches, Turks and Caicos, an all-inclusive Sandals Resort International Resort, recently received the Healthier, Safer Tourism, or HST, award from the Caribbean Public Health Agency, or CARFA. The regional HST award is a measurable and verifiable traveler's health assurance and recognition award for tourism entities that are implementing proactive health monitoring and safety measures. Travelers are now choosing healthier, safer destinations, especially following the grave impact of COVID-19. Caribbean travelers now have the added assurance of a healthier, safer option for accommodations and services awarded the HST award. Hospitality facilities awarded the HST stamp will be listed as a preferred healthier, safer option on the Caribbean Traveler's Health mobile app. The TCI was one of the first countries to launch the CARFA's Regional Tourism and Health HP program in June of 2016. This program was reinvigorated in July of 2023 with commitments from both Ministers of Health and Tourism and a newly formed TCI-THP Steering Committee to advance the implementation of the Tourism Health Program for healthier, safer tourism in TCI, whilst adding competitive advantage and economic resilience. That was a look at your local news. Regional is up next. The U.S. Justice Department has laid charges against Vitel Hom Innocent, a powerful leader of the notorious Croze Barrier gang in Haiti. Innocent, who remains at large, is accused of orchestrating the kidnapping of an American couple in Haiti in October of 2022, an ordeal that resulted in the death of Marie Odette Franklin. 
Authorities are offering a reward of $1 million for information leading to the arrest of innocent. Haiti, a country shadowed by the foreboding clouds of turmoil, has witnessed a worrying surge in gang-related crimes since the assassination of President Jovenel Moise in 2021. These ruthless gangs perpetrate a spectrum of atrocities from murder and rape to relentless kidnappings that terrorize the nation's residents. The intensity and frequency of kidnappings have soared disturbingly, adding to the country's tumultuous climate. A local nonprofit organization's documentation reveals a shocking statistic, recording over 500 kidnappings since the commencement of this year. And Jamaica's Ministry of Labor and Social Security has confirmed the death of a farm worker participating in the Canadian program. The deceased, identified as Daniel Brown, was discovered unresponsive in his room on October 8th. It is said that Brown returned home from work the previous evening, prepared a meal, and went to bed as usual. His death is under investigation. And JetBlue officials confirmed that a plane rocked backwards with its nose pointed skywards after landing at New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport because of a shift in weight on the aircraft. Once at the gate due to a shift in weight and balance during deplaning, the tail of the aircraft tipped backwards, causing the nose of the aircraft to lift up and eventually return back down. This according to JetBlue in a statement. Videos posted on social media show Flight 662 from Bridgetown, Barbados at the passenger gate and tilted backward at about a 30-degree angle after landing on Sunday night. There were no injuries to passengers reported and the aircraft has been taken out of service for inspection. That was a look around the region. World News is up next. Qatar Airways Group Chief Executive Akbar Al-Baker is stepping down after 27 years leading the company. Al-Baker's retirement will go into effect November 5th. He will be succeeded by Badir Mohammed Al-Mir, who currently serves as the Chief Operating Officer of the Hamad International Airport in Doha, the hub of Qatar's national carrier. In Monday's announcement, Qatar Airways said that it has grown to become one of the most recognizable and trusted brands globally under Al Baker's leadership. The company pointed to seven world's best airline wins, among other allocates. During his tenure at Qatar Airways, Al Baker became known for being one of the most outspoken leaders in the airline industry. With a hard-changing, sometimes confrontational approach that carried into negotiations with manufacturers and others. In July, Qatar Airways reported a profit of $1.2 billion over the last fiscal year, boosted in part by the country's hosting of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Now that amount is down slightly from the $1.5 billion profit posted the year prior, in part due to a spike in operating expenses, particularly in jet fuels as energy prices rose after the grip of the pandemic loosened and air travel resumed. Now, stunning details emerged Tuesday in the terrifying incident aboard an Alaska Airlines plane where an off-duty pilot is accused of trying to shut down the engines mid-flight. 
Joseph David Emerson, who was en route to fly another plane on Sunday, had not slept for 40 hours and had discussed using psychedelic mushrooms, according to a criminal complaint. At the time of the incident, off-duty Captain Emerson was sitting in the flight deck jump seat, which is in the cockpit. Emerson engaged with the pilots in casual conversation before allegedly trying to grab and pull two red fire handles that would have activated the plane's emergency fire suppression system and cut off fuel to its engines. He allegedly said, I'm not okay, and reached out to grab the red fire handles, according to the criminal complaint. But Emerson was unable to pull the red D-handles down all the way and fully activate the engine shutoff because of the pilots wrestling with him. The fire suppression system on the plane consists of a T-valve handle for each engine, and if those handles are fully deployed, a valve in the wing closes to shut off fuel to the engine. This according to Alaska Airlines. The quick reaction of the crew to reset the T-handles ensured engine power was not lost. The flight was en route from Everett, Washington to San Francisco when it diverted to Portland, Oregon. Emerson was scheduled to be on a flight crew of a 737 leaving San Francisco. Flight attendants put Emerson in wrist restraints and sat him in the back of the plane. Emerson was taken into custody in Portland and faces charges, including 83 counts of attempted murder. He appeared in court wearing a blue jail uniform on Tuesday, but did not address the judge. His attorney, Noah Horst, entered a plea of not guilty. Emerson is awaiting a release hearing sometime this week. And all of West Maui, except for burned-out sections of historic Lahaina, will reopen to tourism on November 1st, following the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century. Mayor Richard Beeson said he made the move after talking about it with his Lahaina advisory team, the Red Cross, and other partners. West Maui has about 11,000 hotel rooms, or about half of Maui's total. Travelers evacuated those hotels after the August 8th fire raged through Lahaina town, killing at least 99 people and destroying more than 2,000 buildings. Hawaii Governor Josh Green last month declared West Maui would officially reopen to tourism on October 8th to bring back badly needed jobs and help the economy to recover. Beeson modified the governor's declaration with a phased plan, allowing a small section on the northern edge of West Maui to open first, with the rest to follow at an undetermined date. That was a look around the world. Sports is up next. Record 125 players born outside of the United States are on the NBA opening night rosters the league announced Tuesday with 40 countries and territories represented across six continents. 
The new NBA season tipped off Tuesday night, marking the 10th straight year opening night rosters have had 100 or more international players. All 30 teams have at least one foreign-born player. The previous record for international players was 121, set at the start of the 2017-2018 season and repeated at the beginning of the 2021-2022 season. Canada is once again the most represented country outside of the United States, with 26 players. France is second, with 14. Now over to local sports for the inter-high school soccer games. After a perfect winning streak of seven games, the Marjorie Basin High School girls defeated the British West Indies Collegiate Girls team 1-0. Irene Moline was the sole scorer of the match. When these two teams met last year in the championships, the Marjorie Basin High School girls came out victorious, slaying British Collegiate 2-1. The only team to score on Marjorie Basin High School girls this season was the Clement Howell High School, which occurred in the semi-final match ending 2-1 in Marjorie Basin High School's favor. The third-place matchup saw the A. Louise Garland Thomas High School conquer Clement Howell High School 3-1, securing third-place position. The championship awardees are as follows. First place, Marjorie Basin High School. Second place, British West Indies Collegiate. Third place, A. Louise Garland Thomas High. The Golden Glove went to Crystal Baptiste of Marjorie Basin. The Golden Boot, Irene Moline at Marjorie Basin. And the league MVP, Chrisanne Williams of Clement Howell. Congratulations to the Big South on your victory. That was a look at sports. The weather forecast is up next. Tammy is circling out in open waters and has intensified to a Category 2 hurricane. Currently 540 miles south-southeast of Bermuda, Tammy is moving toward the northeast near 10 miles per hour and is forecast to become a powerful post-tropical cyclone by Thursday. There are no coastal watches or warnings in effect. Over to local weather conditions, sunny to partly cloudy skies, slight winds with a few scattered showers, highs of 85 degrees with a real feel of 88, lows are at 79, and winds are from the northeast at 18 miles per hour. That wraps up a look at the weather forecast. Looking back at the news today, weekend robbery in five keys, searches on for gang leader in Haiti, Qatar Airways CEO steps down after 27 years. Well, that was a look at your news today. Once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you missed today's presentation or any other, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. Enjoy your evening. Thanks again for tuning in. Our afternoon news major is brought to you by CG Insurance. Good like that. Call them on 649-941-3195.